3: Oh, uh, waiter? Yes, sir? I'll have roast beef. Make it rare, please. Uh, baked potato, asparagus, and a bottle of cold Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yes, sir. Finest beer served anywhere.
5: Oh, it's the life of Riley when it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. Finest beer served anywhere, so let the classes clink. Oh, east or west or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Yes, you're living the life of Riley when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call When for
3: Pabst Blue Ribbon you call... Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. (laughs) Toward most of the alarming events in this hectic world today... Chester A. Riley presents a calm and unruffled countenance. Witness our hero's composure tonight as Mrs. Riley reads aloud a few of the more disturbing news items for the evening
0: paper.
2: Oh, listen to this, Riley. Oh. Juvenile delinquency on the increase.
0: Yeah, well, don't worry about it, Peg. Just relax, huh?
2: Oh, this is awful. Hmm? Listen. Police stop necking parties in public parks.
0: It's about time they stop. Policemen got no business necking. <laughs>
2: It wasn't the police. All right,
0: forget it, Peg. It's none of our business. Now
2: Hmm. Well, did you see this? What? 101-year-old Civil War vet advocates
0: armed force. Well, now, that's nothing to get excited about. Just take things calm like I do. (sighs) I think I'll take a little nap before going to bed. (laughs)
2: Oh, my. It's almost 11 o'clock. I wonder what's keeping Babs.
0: What? Babs ain't home yet. Peg, how can you just sit there? Do something. Call the hospitals.
2: Call the police.
0: Riley. I just
2: don't understand you. Just because Babs isn't home, you blow your top. But when I read you all these terrible things in the paper, you don't even listen.
0: I was so listening. That's why I'm blowing my top. How do we know this very minute Babs isn't out with some 101-year-old juvenile delinquent who's trying to force his arms around her in the park? She could... uh, Wait a minute. That don't make sense.
2: (laughs) It certainly doesn't. Anyway, there's nothing to get excited about. It's just her job that's making her late.
0: What job? Babs has a job?
2: Well, didn't she tell you? The placement bureau at college got it for uh, her. Well,
0: what kind of a job is this that keeps Babs out all hours of the night?
2: She's a babysitter. See, she's got this little baby boy to mind every week while the parents go out to a movie.
0: Well, I don't like a babysitting. That's the trouble with these modern parents. They can't be bothered bringing up their own kids. Now, when I was a baby and my parents went out to a theater, they didn't get no babysitter. They took me with them. <laughs>
2: place to take a baby. The burlesque show.
0: Just the same, I don't approve of some of these modern parents.
2: All right, so you don't approve of them. But if Babs can earn a little spending money by babysitting, what do you care? Now, be reasonable.
0: Well, how old is this baby? Six months. Well, at that age, boys can be trusted.
6: <laughs> now,
0: you see, I'm reasonable. But if she's got to work, at least she might get an interesting job. How can she stand it, sitting in the same room all evening with someone who does nothing but sleep and burp?
2: Believe me, I know just how she feels.
0: Just a minute, who are you referring to whom?
1: night, Don. Thanks for taking me home.
5: Good night, Babs. See you Saturday night. Saturday? Yeah, my sister and her husband are going to a wedding. You're going to sit with their baby, aren't you?
1: Oh, yes, I forgot. And
5: I'll be sitting with you as usual.
1: <laughs> I'll be expecting you.
5: Oh, it sure was a lucky day for me when I walked into the apartment and found you there.
1: Oh, it was my lucky day, too. Well, good night, Don. I've got to go in. I can see my father pacing up and down.
5: Oh, Babs, uh, you wear my frat pin, won't you?
1: Oh, always, Don. Good night.
6: Good night.
1: Uh, Bad. Oh, not here, Don. Not with my father pacing up and down. Good night.
0: I don't care if she does need the extra though. I won't have her keep it these late hours. It ain't good for her health.
1: Hello, Mother. Hello, Daddy.
0: Well, it's about time you got home, Miss Owl.
1: Oh,
2: now take it easy, Riley.
0: Okay, but she's got to stop sitting with that baby.
2: Guess
6: what? He
1: gave me his pin to wear. (laughs)
0: His diaper will fall down.
1: What pin?
0: Uh, Why... Never mind the pin. Why are you so late?
1: Well, he took me home in his car. The long way through the park.
0: They let this baby drive?
1: I'm talking about Don. Who's Don? Don Roberts. Oh, that's right. I didn't tell you. He's Mrs. Howard's brother. I sit with her baby twice a week, and whenever I'm there, Don comes over.
0: Oh, he does, does he?
1: Uh Uh-huh. He's a medical student. And while I'm sitting, he studies.
0: I see. And just what does he study? (laughs) Anatomy. Anatomy? You're quitting that job. Let him learn it the hard way with a skeleton. (laughs)
6: Riley, honey.
2: I think we can trust Babs. Well, there's really no harm in him keeping her company while she's minding the baby. I'm sure he's a nice boy. Oh, he's wonderful. And he gave me his fraternity pin. That means we're going steady.
0: Steady? Did you hear that, Peg? Oh,
2: Babs, dear, I I think you're a little too young to talk about going steady.
1: Well, I'm 17, and lots of girls my age have steady boyfriends.
0: Well, when I was 17, I didn't have no steady boyfriend. (laughs) And you ain't either. I forbid it.
1: Oh.
6: Forbidding.
0: Yes, and I'll go right on forbidding you. I forbid it yesterday, I forbode it today, and I'll forbode it tomorrow.
2: Riley, I talk till I'm blue in the face. I can't do a thing with her.
0: Naturally, a case like this needs the firm touch of a shrewd man.
2: Oh, I guess you're right. Who'll we
0: get? Well, we... <laughs> Who oh, we get? Me, that's who. Come on.
2: Now, don't you be harsh with her. I don't mind her seeing this, boy, as long as it's not
0: steady. Don't you worry. I'll fix it. I'll use a little psychology. I know girls.
2: Oh, <laughs> Riley, what are you going to say?
0: Just watch me operate. Betsy!
1: What is it, Daddy?
0: Oh, all dolled up. Going out tonight, maybe, eh?
1: Yes, I am. I'm seeing Don. Now, please don't make a fuss.
0: Fuss? Well, who's stopping you? Don sounds like a fine boy. See him all you want. Riley. You mean that, Daddy? Well, sure. Go right ahead. And by the way, when is he slipping you the ring? Riley. What what (laughs) ring, Daddy? Well, the engagement ring, of course. When you go steady with a boy, you got to get engaged. When my daughter gets engaged, I don't want her going around with a naked finger. (laughs) Riley, are you out of your mind? Let me handle this, Peg. Well, Bebs. Well,
1: Well, we hadn't thought of getting engaged. I should hope not.
0: That's right. I don't believe in long engagements either. Go right to the wedding. When's the date?
1: Well. Now, oh, see, here, Chester Riley, it, just... Take,
0: well, when's the date, Bebs?
1: Why, why, Daddy, we, we never even considered getting married. After all, we've only known each other about a week.
0: Oh, the better. There's nothing like marriage for getting people acquainted. <laughs> Your mother didn't know anything about me when she married me. Why, on our honeymoon, we acted like perfect strangers.
2: Chester Riley... I want to talk to you alone. Yeah, in a minute,
0: Peg. No. Oh, okay. Well, think it over, Bebsy. There's no hurry, but I'll order the wedding cake tomorrow, and we can have it any time before it gets stale. Finally, <laughs> Come on, Dublin. Come away from that door. Handle the situation great, huh? Have you gone stark staring mad? Peg, you don't think I meant what I said. Why, the minute I mentioned the marriage, she started disliking Don. Nothing like a little psychology. Oh, you and your psychology. (laughs) Uh, I know, Babs. She's just like me. You tell her to do one thing, she does the opposite. She's (laughs) stubborn, Like an ox. I'll prove it to you. Well, Babs, have you made up your mind about the wedding?
1: No, Daddy. You
0: see, Peg, like a charm.
1: I can't decide whether the bridesmaid should wear pink organ or blue satin.
0: What a revolting development this is.
2: Chester Riley.
0: Okay, I'm coming. Excuse us, Babs.
2: Well, what did you accomplish, Uh, genius?
0: You were right, Peg. My psychology didn't work. I had the wrong slant.
2: Oh, that's putting it mildly. Of all the crazy ideas, trying to scare Babs.
0: You're right. I should never have tried to scare Babs. She's a girl, and girls are always willing to get married. I should have tried to scare Don. What? Well, sure, he's only a student. They're always flat broke. When he finds out I want him to marry Babs, he'll drop her like she's a hot tomato. I'll invite him to dinner tonight. eh? No, No, please. Now, there's no use arguing, Peg. I have made up my head.
5: Certainly was a wonderful dinner, Mrs. Riley. Oh,
2: thank you, Don.
5: It was nice of you to invite me. Well, it's nice having you, Don. I've been wanting
0: to have a little talk with you. Uh,
2: uh well, I've i got the dishes to do. Give me a hand, Riley. Uh,
0: no, no, no. I think i better keep Don company. Bebs, he'll help. You want your bebs, huh?
2: Why, yes, certainly, Mother.
0: Well, go on, Peg. Go ahead. Riley, if you dare to say
2: one word but to Don... i
0: work like a charm.
2: I won't leave you alone unless you promise not to say a
0: word. Okay, okay, I promise. You won't say anything.
5: You can trust me.
2: Well... Come along, Babs. All right.
5: Now. Yeah, go ahead. Was there something special you wanted to talk to me about, Mr. Wait Riley? Minute, wait, 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 Yeah. Okay, they're going.
0: <clears throat> well, Don, what's this I hear about you and Babs going
5: around steady? Oh, well, uh, we sort of talked about it. I hope you don't mind, sir. Mind? Who, me? Why should I mind? Naturally, you've got to go around steady with Babs before you
0: two get married. Married? <laughs> <laughs>
5: What's the matter, Don? You're turning pale. Is the room too hot? No, sir. You care for some smelling salts? No, no, I'm all right. It's just that... Well, of course, I'm crazy about Bab, sir, but marriage, well, I just hadn't thought of it. Don't you think it's time you did?
0: You know, marriage is a pretty serious business for a young man. But there are a lot of things you didn't know about it. For instance, uh, do you know what it costs to feed a family nowadays? Especially if you want to feed them the best, like I do. You know what steak costs a pound? Why, No. Dollar ten? That's why we had hash tonight.
6: <laughs>
0: yes, sir. Marriage is a pretty expensive business for a young man. Yeah, I guess it is. But don't let that stop you. Of course there'll always be unexpected expenses that can wipe you out like that. Now you take Babs smile. That's a beautiful smile, eh? It was her smile that made you fall in love with her, so so that you're here tonight asking to marry her.
5: But, Mr. Riley, sir, I I didn't say... Well, you know
0: why she's got that beautiful smile? Because I paid $300 to have her teeth straightened. (laughs) But let's say that you marry, Babs. On the honeymoon, you have a little lover's quarrel. One word leads to another. Boom! You got to pay to straighten them teeth all over again. (laughs) But don't let that stop you.
5: Mr. Riley, I hadn't
0: thought of... Well, that's the trouble with you youngsters. Rushing into marriage without thinking. Now, now you take Bebs's clothes. You know how much the bills for Babs' clothes amount to in one year? Two hundred bucks. Two hundred? Mm. Don't believe it, huh? Well, here's a letter from a lawyer to prove it. <laughs> but if you marry Babs, they'll be suing you. <laughs> but don't let that stop you Marriage has its advantages But mostly for your in-laws Well, you take me for instance But really, sir I... I've been working a long time Too long So Monday, you and Babs get married Tuesday, I decide to quit work Wednesday, you got another mouth to feed And I got a pretty big mouth Laughter Well, as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad to have you in the family. We always wanted another son, but we just couldn't afford it.
5: Well, the fact is, sir...
0: You want facts? I'll give you a few facts. Now, you take me. I can hold my head above water because I have a pretty good income. You know how much I make? Fifty-nine bucks a week. Fifty-nine? Oh, I know. It seems like all the money in the world compared to what you make. How much do
5: you make? Well, you see, sir, I don't make anything. Uh Uh-huh. I get an allowance, sir. Yeah, Yeah, I know.
0: My kid Jr. gets an allowance, 50 cents a week, 75 if he's a good boy. How much allowance do you get? $8,000 a year.
6: $8,000?
0: <laughs> you must be a very good boy.
5: Oh, I guess I'm one of those rich kids. My father gave me some oil stock, and I got a block of AT&T for my mother.
0: Too bad you only had one father and mother. Eight thousand. Look, sir.
6: <laughs>
0: what I said before, forget about it. <laughs> oh no, Mr.
5: Riley. I'm glad we had that talk. You see, I only met Babs a week ago and it was love at first sight. But I never thought of marriage, sir, because I thought it was too expensive. But tonight you've convinced me I can afford it. Shake,
6: Dad. Dad.
2: No,
5: no, wait.
6: It well, oh,
5: Riley, what's the matter? Oh, nothing's the matter. We're getting along fine, Mother.
2: Oh. <laughs> That's nice. I'm so... Mother.
6: <laughs> Riley.
0: Right, take it easy, Mother.
6: Uh,
5: I, I know it's a surprise, but you know what they say. You're not losing a daughter, you're gaining a son. And Dad here was telling me you always wanted another son, but you couldn't afford it.
6: Huh?
0: We can afford this one. He's loaded.
6: <laughs> Don,
2: wait, just a minute, everybody. I I want to say something. Well, I finished drying the dishes.
5: Ah, oh, Babs, darling. Don. It's all right, darling. We're getting married. Married? Let's go for a drive. We've got a lot to talk about.
1: But Don, I don't understand. Mother, Daddy, I'll explain
5: just... it to you in the car. Come on, let's go. Wait, take me with you, Don, Don. You stay
6: here. Now, Peg, I... Sister Riley, how could
2: you? You promised me you wouldn't say a word, and now look what you've done. Well, don't stand there like a dummy. What have you got to say for yourself?
0: Well, I... I gained a son, but I think I'm losing a wife.
3: (laughs) Perhaps Blue Ribbon will bring you the second act of the life of Riley in just a moment. This is a blue-ribbon country. Pinpoint any spot on the map, east, west, north, or south, and there you'll find Americans enjoying the good things of life. On the veranda of a beautiful mansion near Mobile, Alabama, the owner of a cotton plantation relaxes with a glass full of his favorite Pabst blue-ribbon beer. A half mile down the road, a farmer, tired from his day's work in the fields, enjoys the same luxury a cool, refreshing bottle of the finest beer served anywhere. On Chicago's famous Midway, a college group calls for a round of Pabst Blue Ribbon. While in a friendly neighborhood tavern, an elderly couple sit down to a supper of corned beef and cabbage with Blue Ribbon on the side. Yes, this is a Blue Ribbon country. And whether you're Douglas Fairbanks Jr., General Wainwright, John Smith, or Joe Dokes, you can enjoy the fresh, clean, sparkling taste. The real beer flavor of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served. Anywhere. Your taste will tell you why.
6: You hear it everywhere.
3: back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. The situation is tense in the Riley household. Riley is trying desperately to crawl out of the hole he dug for himself when he gave
0: his consent to Babs' marriage. Listen, Junior, I got to talk to you.
1: What's up, Pop?
0: Well, I got a little job for you. I'm in a jam and you got to help me.
1: Okay, what do you want me to do?
0: Well, I, uh, I want you to keep an eye on Babs, follow her, find out where she goes, who she sees, listen to her phone calls, and and then come back and tell me.
1: You want me to be a stool pigeon?
0: (laughs) Well, of course not. What do you take me for? No son of mine is going to be a stool pigeon. You're going to be a spy. (laughs) What's the difference? Well, a, a spy does it for his country. A stool pigeon does it for money.
1: Well, I don't know. A spy is just as bad.
0: You ain't a spy. I'm against spies. You're Junior Riley, counter-spy. <laughs>
1: well, I don't like to be a snooper. Is
0: it being a snooper to throw yourself into this fight to save our American womanhood? No. You have no choice. It's your duty to obey the orders of your superior officer. But, Pop... Papa... Say sir when you undress an officer.
6: <laughs>
0: counter-spy Riley, you got your orders. Follow that woman. Well, Junior, what do you say? You're going to be a spy?
1: (laughs) Well, give me a buck. I'd rather be a stool pigeon. (laughs)
0: Now, don't worry, Peg. From now on, everything will be under control. I got Junior to keep an eye on Bebs in case she tries to elope. Now, you leave everything to me. Uh, If I left
2: everything to you, we would be in a fine fix. I spoke to Babs this morning. She's given up this crazy idea of marriage.
0: Oh. Well, I'll keep Junior on the job just in case. Oh, oh, what a day. I I think I'll lie down and relax.
2: Well, I gotta hang out the laundry.
0: Oh, what a mess. Oh, I'm dead. I could lie like this forever.
4: In that case, I won't disturb you. (laughs) Digger, it's you. Yes, it is I. Digby O'Dell. The friendly undertaker. The door was open, so I just walked in. Well, gee, Tigger, you scared the life out of me. I did? Yeah. Then you'd better lie down again. Well, what brings you here, Tigger? Well, I just moved to a new business establishment. Today I'm having a big opening, and I'd love to have you drop in.
6: Well, I, I
0: I can't, Digger. I, I gotta hang around the house. I, I I got troubles. My girl Babs.
4: Ah yes, children can be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from one of those cut-rate laundries and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was mortified. <laughs>
6: well,
4: why? What did the sign say? Twenty percent off if you bring the bundle in yourself. <laughs>
0: Well, my trouble is more serious. You see, Babs wants to get married, and I gave my consent. What? Yeah, but I didn't mean
4: to. Amazing. How did you get yourself into such a mess?
0: Well, I sized the guy up wrong.
4: Oh, you could never work for me, Riley. <laughs> but what'll I do if she elopes? Together? Oh, that would be dreadful. Be on your guard. Well, I'm trying
0: to stop it. I got Junior to spy on Babs, so I'll know what she's up to. Of course, uh, Spying
4: ain't very nice. Well, some people might not approve, but in my profession, we have a say. Sooner or later, you have to go underground.
6: <laughs>
4: well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off.
1: Now, it's no use arguing, Don. Your father said I know what he said, but I spoke to Mother, and it's all a horrible mistake. I have no intention of getting
5: married. But, Babs, your father said yes to me.
1: Well, if he said yes, then marry my father. <laughs> Goodbye, Don.
5: Wait, Babs. I'll see you tonight, won't I?
1: Well, not unless you promise to forget this nonsense about marriage.
5: But you've got to sit with my sister's baby tonight. She's going to that wedding.
1: Well, you promise.
5: All right, I promise.
1: That's better. Oh, just a minute. Who's there? It's only me. Counter spy. I mean, Junior. What are you doing with that notebook? (laughs) Nothing. Well, go away. I'm busy on the phone. Hello, Don.
5: Hi. Listen, you'll come, won't you, Babs?
1: Yes. What time is the wedding?
5: Seven
1: o'clock. Oh, I better leave right away if I'm going to make it. See you at your sister's. Bye. I'm going out, Junior. Tell Mother I don't know what time I'll be back. Babs, wait. I can't stop and talk now. I'll be late. Pop! 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 Wake up!
0: How do you? How do you huh? oh, what's the matter? Who, who is? Oh, oh, oh! What do you want, Junior?
1: I got a report. Babs oh. is getting married. She just left for the wedding.
0: Is this what you woke me out of a sound sleep for? To tell me Babs is getting married? I never married. Oh, yeah. When?
1: Now, I heard her on the phone talking to Don.
2: I knew it.
0: I knew this would happen. Peg! Peg! We gotta stop it. Where's the wedding?
1: At his sister's, I think.
0: Maybe there's still time. Peg! Peg, Junior, phone for a cat. No, there's no time. Go out in the street and hail one.
1: Okay, Pa. Peg! Peg!
2: For heaven's sake, what's all the yelling about? I can hear you clear out in the backyard.
0: Peg, Peg, a terrible thing has happened. Junior just went out to marry a taxi, and he's got a (laughs) little...
2: What are you
0: babbling about? You're not listening. Babs and Don are getting married. What? She just left for the wedding at Don's sister's. Junior heard him talking about it. we got to stop him. Come on.
2: But there must be some mistake, Riley. I spoke to Babs this morning. Well, she she tricked you. Now, Riley, I know Babs. Let's not
0: stand here jabbering. They may be getting married this very minute. We can't take chances. Come on, hurry up. You know that Don. He's a fast worker. We...
2: Pop, I got a cab. Yeah, well, let's go. Riley, wait. Why? Have you got money
0: for the cab? Huh? No, no, no. Well, I haven't either. Well, well, let's not worry about it. By now, we've probably got a rich son-in-law. Come on.
2: <laughs> I tell you, you're just going to make a fool of yourself.
0: I know what I'm doing, Peg. But, Riley... give the apartment, Pop. Right. Oh, I hope we're in time. We've got to be in time. Yeah? Oh, Mr. Riley. Don, I only want to know one thing. Am I in time? In time? For the wedding. What wedding? Don't try to bluff me. You know what wedding. The one you talked about with
5: beds on the phone. You were overheard. Oh, the wedding. Oh, you weren't invited. (laughs) Besides, it's too late. The ceremony took place an hour ago. Oh...
0: Oh, oh, we're too late Peg, I told you he was a fast
4: worker Oh, my poor little Babsy Where is she? Where is she?
5: Oh, she's in the next room Oh, here she is now
1: There, There is Mother's little darling baby, hungry
5: Peg, look He's even a faster worker than
0: I
6: thought Wait a minute Mother! Oh, Riley,
5: don't you see? Babs is just sitting with a baby. Yeah, my sister had to go to a wedding tonight.
0: Uh, you, you, you mean they ain't married?
6: Oh, no, <laughs> of course not, Riley.
0: Oh, oh that Junior. Junior, I'm going to take Guy, you over. It's
1: not my fault. It sounded like she was getting
2: married.
0: How could you be so dumb?
2: Now, stop picking on Junior.
0: That's true. I never heard of anyone so stupid. Chester Riley. I, we, (laughs) well... All right, then. Next to me, I never heard of anyone so stupid.
3: The Rileys will be back with us in a moment. Tomorrow when you go to your neighborhood store for your weekend supply of Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, ask for the new Handy Six carton with the easy-to-carry handle. It contains six regular-sized cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Get the Handy Six and be ready for a pleasant week of relaxation. Yes, live the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere.
6: you hear it everywhere. Beer served anywhere. Thirty three fine brews
0: blended into one great beer. I don't care, Peg. I still say it was all Junior's fault. All eh?
2: right. So, so... I'm sick of the whole subject. Uh, well... So it was Junior's fault. Have it your way. Uh,
0: Some spy he turned out to be. Boy, he'll never work for me again. He cost me money, too.
2: Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I spent my last three dollars on that wild goose taxi ride. And I was saving it up to get my hair done. So cough up, Mr. Riley.
0: Well, I I beg. I'd love to give it to you, but... I'm flat broke, Peg. Counter by Riley
1: reporting. Reading. I saw Pop put five dollars in his pocket before.
0: Shut up, Junior. I fired you as a spy.
2: Yes, but he's working for me now.
0: Here's the five, Peg. It's a losing fight.
3: Say, uh, Riley, you're a Brooklyn Dodger fan, aren't you?
0: Am I? I was born at Ebbets Field behind third base.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it looks to me like you've got a losing fight. Losing fight? Yeah. I resent that remark, Mr. Wellington. Us Brooklyns will never give up until green print turns yellow. <laughs> and tomorrow I'll be rooting at my radio with a glass of Pabst Blue Ribbon to bring me luck.
3: Yes, and uh, about 30 million others, too. All over America will be doing the same thing. Living the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Your taste will tell you why. Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight's script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger Odell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Junior is Alan Reed Jr. Consult your local paper for the correct time for the Life of Riley show on television over NBC every week. Produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures, now releasing Sword in the Desert, starring Dana Andrews and Marta Torrance. <laughs> This is Jimmy Wallington reminding you that the life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria,
6: Illinois. Oh, it's the life of Riley when it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. Finest beer served anywhere, so let the glasses blink. Oh, east or west
4: or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Yes, you're living a life of Riley when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call.
3: Stay tuned now for Jimmy Durante, returning tonight on NBC.